hustlers, killers, murderers, drug dealers, even the strippers. To the victims of welfare, for we living in hell here. Hell yeah. Now hear he, hear he, wanna see thee more clearly. I know he hear me when my feet get weary. Cause we're the almost nearly extinct. We rappers as role models, we rap, we don't think. I ain't here to argue about his facial features. We're here to turn atheists into believers. I'm just trying to say the way school need teasers, the way Catholic needed reasons. That's the way I need Jesus. So here go my single dog, radio needs they said you can rap about anything except for Jesus. That means gun, sex, lies, videotape. But if I talk about God, my record won't get played. Hello and welcome to Misunderstood, a show for all you culturally and politically misunderstood ladies and gents. We are your hosts. I'm Kat. And I'm Nat. And today we're going to be doing a deep dive into... Kim Kardashian and Kanye West's relationship, formerly Kim Ye. We're going to be talking about surrogacy and some of the ethics behind it. And then, of course, we're going to talk about our favorite trans swimmer, Leah Thomas. But first, we're going to start things off with our cult, our patented culture shock moment of the week. Take it away, Kat. So this is happy never wearing a mask day again, mm-hmm. right? The culture shock today is we get to look at your beautiful faces in public in Ontario. This is a huge milestone for us. I have been not wearing a mask <laughs> for a long time, Same. but I'm really excited for others to join in in the fun. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm excited about it, except I've seen a lot of masks I was even just this morning. Say, I went for a run at like 7 a.m. this oh, morning. Wow, what a humble brag. <laughs> and I'm super fit. No, but actually so many people were outside. Not just wearing a single mask, a no, double one. Stop it. A double mask. And I think we should pray <laughs> for these people because the fact that they are still scared two years in is just, it's sad. It actually yeah. makes me sad. It makes me sad. Um, I suggest people be the maskless face they want to see in the world. I think that's beautiful. Thank you. Um, it's almost as if you were listening to some Kanye West earlier. <laughs> he also writes beautiful music, but he has had a sad, beautiful, tragic relationship with ex-wife <gasps> like Kim Kardashian. It is, and even though they have, they butt heads. They, they I think they're yes. more connected. Oh, yes. Than, um, than they give themselves, uh, than they admit rather. Yes. So we're going to go through a timeline of their relationship and do a deep dive into Kim and Kanye, who, as we've mentioned on the show before, are the former first family of the United States yes, of yes. America. With respect, with respect. Yes. With respect, yes. So where should we begin? Well, let's start at the very top. So we have devised a little timeline here. Uh, the two met in the year 2000 when um, Kim Kardashian was an assistant to singer Brandy. Interesting. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. Uh, Kanye apparently was super taken by her. Right. I mean, have you seen 2020, sorry, t- 2002 Kim when yeah. she had her original body parts and face? And her norm, yeah, yeah. when she was beautiful. like a human. Yeah, yeah she, she was, was beautiful. beautiful. That's interesting too, because I, I started watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians at the onset of the pandemic. And when you see them around this time, they have all this money, but they don't know, they don't have taste. Mm, like they have no taste. So yes. when you see, like, you really slowly see the transition when Kim and Kanye meet, just how cool she becomes yeah. and how, like, trendy and fashionable. Yeah. It's it's hilarious. So thank you. That's a good point about thank her you, taste. Kanye. Yeah, yeah, she does make a mention about um, yes. when they started dating was, well, we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that. But she says something about how he always really respected his fashion choice and yeah. taste and whatever. So she was probably dating up in the style department. Yeah, I mean, and good call, girl, because yeah, it worked call. out for you. You look amazing. So they dated other people um, but remained friends. Kim Kardashian actually got married to that 
guy. Basketball player? Yeah, for yeah. like 72 days or something. Yeah, Chris Humphreys. Yes. Yeah. Apparently, though, she said part of why that marriage didn't work out was because she was already texting Kanye. Oh, my gosh. He yeah. was sliding in her, to her yeah. DMs. Like, well, I he had wanted beats. her the whole... <laughs> <laughs> He had wanted her, I think, since they met, right. um, but, but they he dated. Was respectful. Yes, and and Kanye actually mentioned it in a couple of lyrics of a song, he, like when she was married to Chris. Is that his name? Yep. He wrote a, a lyric that was like, "Go on, girl, do your thing. Like I'll be waiting, something or other." So, so weird to note that Chris is her mom's name. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. You just like hearing you say that, I was like, "That's like they're spelt." The that's kind of like Michaela Peterson. She's engaged now to someone named, named Jordan. Michaela Peterson. <laughs> Just narcissist no her, her fiance's name is jordan that's creepy super creepy yeah. i don't know it's a little creepy anyway sorry whatever we'll move on from that um, so they uh started dating in 2012 and had their first child north in 2013 right that was an unexpected pregnancy um kanye west has gone on the record as talking about how they discussed abortion mm -hmm. and it was actually kim who pushed to have the baby and he says now of course he's like so great yes he's super yeah. pro-life and he's like so grateful she was mortified at this uh revelation i'm sure it's kind of hard for the kid to hear that like Ooh, for yeah. north to be like oh and also it's just i, I mean it's it, kind of private it's nobody's business yeah regardless yeah. of what you think about abortion like it's it's someone's private decision and he should not be speaking out about that on her behalf mm -hmm. i just it's it's it sounds like he didn't consult her it was when he was yeah. uh, had a brief presidential run which right. we forgot about until i started doing yes. the research for this yeah. episode i remember i saw a tweet about that and he he tweeted like he got like a, he got a decent amount of votes but what like he didn't get a vote from his own wife <laughs> and that that stung Ooh, that hurts yeah. right so she voted for trump just kidding i don't know <laughs> um Maybe. so they got married in 2014 and it's kind of funny because I was reading about this and they, they landed a cover in Vogue. Mm -hmm. And I guess she had been, she'd never been on Vogue before. <gasps> so he was the one that got her on the cover, basically. Oh my God, and now she like is Vogue. She is Vogue. So thanks, Kanye. Like, Again, what yeah. does, I mean, he's really helped her build her empire. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, they had their second child in 2015. Yeah. That one was a hard pregnancy for Kim. Um, and I, rem I remember seeing pictures pictures of her yeah. and she was real she was in rough shape but she went through she, like i'm pretty impressed that she a decided to keep her first kid which is you know i would encourage yeah uh, <laughs> and then even though her pregnancy was hard she went and had another one yeah um okay so then things changed a little bit in 2017 they had their third child but yes. that was via surrogate yes so we're gonna talk about surrogacy later in this episode. Yeah, there's a lot. It's not really about her. So not much. about her specifically. Um, yes, but it's important to note. Um, and then in 2019, they had their fourth and final child, and it was also by surrogate. Oh, also important to note, 2018 was when he was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, and that's that kind of when important. we started to see a shift, I think, in their yeah. in their marriage. And you guys might think this is boring, but it's all relevant. We're gonna have a juicy discussion about all of this. It's just we're just trying to set you the stage. You gotta let the gotta yeah, lay, lay the land lay exactly. Yeah. So that's a good point to note because in 2019, Kanye becomes born-again Christian mm -hmm. which some people I know that's up for debate by certain Christians are like no he's not and then some people are like yeah he's always been like his first since the beginning Jesus of his walks yeah like Jesus, his music has always had like a example. gospel rhythm to it yeah. but that doesn't necessarily mean he's Christian so no. there's you know how how do you look into someone's heart and decide whether or not they love God right like, that's and not my decision it's to make. not I agree with you and I, and all, so much of their relationship all that we know about is what we read on TMZ like there's so much behind the scenes um, behind closed doors but I think your actions do speak louder than words and I think some of his actions have kind of made it seem like oh maybe he's not 
fully invested in his faith, but at the same time too, like Israel, the definition of Israel means to struggle with God, which means that's a lifelong journey. So mm -hmm. we can't really speak to his salvation. All we can do is pray about him. Yeah, you could say the same thing about me. You could be like, oh, like look at these decisions she's made in her life. That means she's not really Christian. Exactly. It's like, that's fair for you to make that judgment, but also like not completely accurate. It's a journey. It's yeah. a lifelong journey. It's, yeah, you, you, you know, it's, we can't judge people where they're at. So 2019, they're still happily married. Um, Kim talks on The View about how uh, Kanye was ho hosting street church and had all these like pastors coming through. And I was yeah. like, we know something about street church pastors yeah. like Arthur Pulowski. Oh, yeah. Um, then, oh, they renewed their vows in 2019. So they're still happily married, I would assume. Yeah. Same, like that. Either that's something that you do when you're struggling and you try to renew your faith in each other, mm -hmm. maybe, or you're just like really happy and you want to renew your vows. Although it's kind of, they've only been married for five years at that point. So it's like, that's a ho that's a Hollywood marriage timeline. Yeah. And, and I guess that's this, when he became a Christian, I don't think she kind of made that decision for yeah. herself. So I think that's when they started to see tension in their marriage because he had a different view on how they should be parenting their kids. Like something about taking TVs out of their rooms, which by the way, they're all so young. They don't need TVs in their How room. big are those TVs? Yeah. <laughs> like, can you I have to get it? it uninstalled from the wall, daddy. Yeah. Like it's built into it's the- It's a movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then something about uh, North, who I guess was very young at the time, putting on makeup, which I mean, we put on, I, I assume we put yeah, on makeup place. when we were kids. Yeah. But I guess he just maybe, wanted to Maybe preserve. not wearing out. Exactly. Like yeah. I think he just wanted to preserve the fact that she is a child. Yes. And I which think is a normal thing for a dad It's a do. normal response. Yeah. And I think- Again, we don't know what's going on behind closed doors, but I don't. I kind of think she should be on the same page with him as a parenting choice about yeah. that. Yeah, it's unfortunate um, that the whole world knows about these like yeah. intermarital squabbles. Yes, it's kind of weird. Most of us would keep that private. Yeah. Um. So, 2020, Kim admits that Kanye's face with faith was becoming a problem for their relationship. Mm -hmm. This is when things were really taken downward spiral. Yeah. And I read a quote. <laughs> Um, if I can just read do it. Do share, do share. This divorce is happening because Kim has grown a lot, a source told Page Six in January. She's serious about taking the bar exam and becoming a lawyer. She's serious about her prison reform campaign. Meanwhile, Kanye is talking about running for president and saying other crazy SHIT, and she's just had enough of it. But it's like, okay, but that kind of seems selfish to me. Yeah. Like, I know he's a, he's a bit, he's an artist. He's, he's all over the place. He's a visionary. He is. He's a genius. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, I, it just seems kind of like me, 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 you know? And yeah. it doesn't seem, like you did exchange vows with this person and she goes on later to say that like you cannot, there's no way they can remedy the marriage. And I just don't believe that's true. I think you just didn't try because, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, that's, that's uh, a good point. Because it was only, they got married in 2014 and then six years later, there's like, we, there's nothing we can do. It's that's like, what I mean. And you have four beautiful children together. Yeah. Like they're literally the first family of the United States and mm -hmm. you can't work through it because mm -hmm. you want to be a lawyer now. Like, yeah, for every kid you have, you should add a couple of years extra to the yeah. time you try to save your marriage. Yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. And then she talks a lot about how like her family would say certain things and stuff. And it's like, when you're married, you leave your mother and father and become one with your wife, mm -hmm. like biblically, you know? So it's like, why are you listening to Chris? Yeah. like She's, she's kind of a devil. Like, yeah. obviously that's not a fact. <laughs> like, it is a fact. No. <laughs> but yeah. she's like, not, I mean, I would, I would be mad at my mom if she did to me what she did to Kim. Obviously she put oh, her on the, the world sex stage. Tape. The sex tape, releasing of the sex tape. Like yeah. that's kind of dirty. It's not a loving even thing if to I, do. Even if Kim wanted her to do it, I would hope my mom would be like, no, we're gonna take it to Mount Doom and throw it in the fire. Yeah, like, I think that's the that's what you do natural with a sex response tape. Yes. for your child. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, or just don't make one. <laughs> but like, if you do. Well, let's come on. We're trying to be realistic. Yeah. Now. <laughs> That's true. Um, so in 2020, Kanye announced his presidential campaign. We kind of touched on that already. And then that's when they decided to separate. Yes. And that yes. was the end. 2020, that was the end. Yes. Um, she filed for divorce in 2021. Mm -hmm. And immediately. Think, yeah. Starts dating Pete Davidson. Which, I don't know. Was she blinded by like his, past trauma or something? Or like his handsomeness? She was blinded by his talent. He's so funny. So he's looking. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I noticed something um, when I was doing my research here. So Kim and Pete Davidson shared a kiss on that Saturday Night Live episode. Well, he was in, Kanye was in the audience. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's a whole thing. Yeah. But she was dressed up as Jasmine, Jasmine. from Ala yeah. Aladdin. When Kanye and Kim met, they it wasn't their first meeting, but it was really, really early on. And Kanye West was doing some like sketch comedy, and okay. Kim Kardashian was playing Princess Leia. Okay. And I'm like, so she like she gets in a costume and then just falls in love with whoever <laughs> she's like doing the scene with. I don't know if you're trying to date Kim Kardashian, give her a cartoon, <laughs> give her like a cartoonish a costume, Disney that, vibes, Disney yeah. vibes, and then kiss her, and then yeah. she'll be yours for at least six years. Well, that's good. We should write a book about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, just but, a funny little comparison. Who would have thought? But. And now in 2022, they're officially divorced. Yeah, and now she's dating P and they're flaunting their relationship online. And by the way, folks, he's 28 years old. She's 41? Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, she looks 16, so I guess it makes it's, sense. It's so common for men to date women 20 years younger than them, especially in Hollywood. Like, hello, Leo, I'm talking to you. Yeah, which is gross, by the way, Leo. Yeah, like even people who are like happily married to their wives, there's the wives are like 10, 15 years younger yeah. on average. I, again, I'm making up that stat, but it's like you see it all the time. I would argue, though, that it's mostly because women, like men take longer to mature. So mm. when a woman dates older, it's because she wants to be with a real man, not some guy living in his mom's basement. That's a good point. Whereas like women, we develop earlier. Like we're more yeah, mature. Yeah, we tend to be. There is a trend for a reason. It's yeah. not that it's sexism. Like, necessarily. Necessarily, yeah, yeah. But Leo. It's preference. Leo. Yeah, but now she's dating a man that looks like he lives in his mother's basement. He does. He really, he looks bad. Yeah, and he, not only is does he look bad, he now also has like a physical branding yes. of Kim's name. So that was last week, I think, yeah. that was revealed that he yeah. had Kim's name branded on his chest, like branded, like, yeah. like a cattle. Like So sick. That's like, seems kind of permanent to me. Mm. I don't know. Like Important are, to note, though, he also has a, a, a tattoo of Hillary Clinton's face on his body. So... You know, his body's not prime real estate. True. So I he doesn't say. honor his body. No. Is yes. what we're saying. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. But it, it is interesting that she's moving on so quickly and so publicly. Mm -hmm. Like, it, I mean, she does have children and like she is in the public eye. So every move she makes yeah. is going to be known by the public. But they and, also go out on those like paparazzi yes. dates and they're like holding each other's hand. Like they could avoid that. They could just stay on their like million dollar compound. Yeah, and like her house is like probably like a bajillion like, square feet. Have you ever seen a picture of her like without any makeup or on the toilet or something? Like <laughs> no, she, she has privacy in her yeah. life. So she could obviously be dating Pete in the private space. Now, I know that Kanye West has asked that she not introduce the kids to yes. Pete Davidson. How do you know if that's true? Like, I guess you ask your kid. Yeah, I'm sure. That I'm, can't last forever, though. No, it can't last forever. And I, I mean, there will, 
he should he should have a say in this conversation. Like, there's mm-hmm. a lot of outrage because of their text exchange of Pete Davidson showing that he was in bed and he claimed to be in bed with Kim. Anyway, super inappropriate. Unsubstantiated. Pete. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, people were like, "Oh well, Kanye has no right to be mad about this." Well, yes, he does yeah. because it's the the mother of his children. They have a history. Like, it'd be weird if he wasn't mad. It'd be yeah. super weird. And by the way. He is not innocent either, though. He has been, you know, walking around town with Julia. and Yeah, no, he's had three girlfriends in the time that she's had one. Exactly. So he can't r- really. Yeah, no. Like, he's being like, a little Like, was she not, maybe he didn't introduce the kids to any of those girls? I doubt it. Yeah, like, maybe, maybe. We don't know. But the yeah. point is, is he's not, like, saying, like, I'm, I should be the leading by example here. Yes. And not being out seen in the public eye with another woman. Like, he's not doing that either. Yeah. So while she is totally flaunting Pete. He flaunted Julia Fox, and there's two other, and then his most recent, which I'm sure is. Who looks like him. Who looks exactly like him. What's her name? Um, I don't know. Kim Smardashian? (laughs) Maybe she's a little smarter. Or not. I mean, Kim is a lawyer. Um, Okay, so one of the other kind of articles that we had talks about how Kim likes to take the high road. Mm. Do we believe that? Right. So that was, she said that on a daytime talk show yeah right? so I she think was so. talking about how like uh kanye yeah. is making all these instagram posts and she's like i'm taking the high road but it's like you're saying that on a daytime talk yeah. show like, like i'm such a good ex-wife yeah like know? i never uh, let's talk, yeah. i never like talk s-h-i-t <laughs> yeah. about my ex on social media it's like well you're kind of doing it right now yeah. on tv like you're making it look like you're taking yeah the high i guess road. it's degrees and it's like slight differences and like maybe his is slightly worse yeah i don't know no maybe i i mean and by the way i i do think that we shouldn't be praising him for being outspoken about some of the stuff he's been outspoken about i think he should really try to be more private about Mm -hmm. their divorce i do think she has been yeah i think she needs to tell pete to shut the heck up yeah and stay out of things because he's a teenager yeah these people have children together like you can see her and do whatever you want but like stay out of it yeah definitely like you don't need to defend your girlfriend yeah like that's again like not not to use the sexist card but i find it to be a little sexist that he thinks he needs to defend kim to kanye like yeah. excuse me they were married yeah. they know how to talk to each and other they've been friends for years they've been friends for years she even said after they were after their divorce had well i think been finalized um kim said that he's an amazing dad, or the best dad yes so they have a they had a pretty good relationship up until recently like she does not need you to unless she asked you yeah which maybe she did. I doubt it. I don't. She I do seems too. like she wants to speak for herself on these matters. Yeah. Um, I just want to know why she's dating him, though. He seems like such a slime ball. She, honestly, because my guess is because Kanye found his faith, and then she is quoted as saying he's become really, really strict and religious. Right. So it probably went from like for having removing TVs from his kids' room. Well, there, by we, the there way. could be wit play. Yeah. Uh, I guess if there was crazier stuff, maybe we would have heard about it. But yeah. I can imagine, you know, someone who's just finding their faith takes it a little too far and is like, you can't do anything. Everything is satanic. So it's like she's probably just trying to have some freaking fun. Yeah. No, I, I understand that. And I mean, going back to like the whole god thing for a second um like it was kanye's job to be the spiritual example in their household and he clearly wasn't because Mm -hmm. she didn't want any part of it at all um and i think that's probably why they ended up parting ways they weren't equally yoked but honestly like he just didn't seem to be leading the household the way he's called to as a man of god and so i do think he fell short there and i think that does deserve criticism in a way Mm -hmm. and but like so i do kind of sympathize with her a little bit in yeah. that regard because she, she didn't they sign didn't, up for this exactly like when they got married he wasn't super religious so to yeah. just like kind of and again we i don't know his diagnosis but he has te- technically been 
labeled as yeah. or diagnosed publicly as bipolar anyway. publicly. Yeah. So do I know what's going on in his brain? No, but if you're dealing with someone who's bipolar, he might be like super chill one day mm -hmm. and it's like, oh, do you want to do this? Cool. And then the next day be like, that's, you know, forbidden yeah. in the Bible. And she's like, whoa, where did that come from? Like that's, yeah. I'm just trying to take a stab in the dark here. No, for sure. And But, you know, if the diagnosis was too much for her, like, I'm sorry, but that's too bad and so sad, Kim, because it's for richer, for poor, for better, for worse, you know, mm -hmm. uh, sickness and in health. So, I mean, I don't know. There's so much that we could, like, discuss about all of that. Um, I just... I just the Pete thing. He just sucks. Yeah, he sucks. I yeah. think he's the real villain in the situation. I agree totally. Yeah, I think he thinks that. I mean, he's kind of like one of those young girls who falls in love with a guy, and she's like, "This is it. This yeah. is totally it." And it's like, "You're 16. Calm down." <laughs> like he says that he he has had other girls. He had Ariana Grande tattooed on his body as well. Oh, bunny so ears. It was bunny ears to represent her. So okay. it's like not the first time he's tattooed. So it's not that flattering, Kim, that he branded your name. Yeah, into his exactly. Chest. Like you're you're more of a memento, maybe. May, I think he genuinely, like I said, is like, like a, a little girl. In his belt. Yes. Literal but, notches on his skin. Yeah, yeah. So gross. And maybe he actually is like so delusional that he's like, yeah, this is the one. Like this 20 year difference. Like yeah. probably it's not, I'm not going to give it more than six months to a year. Yeah, well, they've technically been together a year, so six oh, more months. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, isn't my face red? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, that should be the culture shock. Yeah, that is every episode. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I think there, it will be a short-lived relationship. Yes, I think, I think you're so completely too. right. And then um, when that happens, you know, I don't think she's going to necessarily go running back to Kanye, but maybe it's going to be like, hmm, maybe you shouldn't have let him, like, make such a scene in front of the world about our private business. Yeah. Or maybe she's going to be like, great, I sold more lip glosses than ever that yeah. that month. I will be buying one. But, <laughs> you know, that would be great if they got back together. That maybe we cute. should ship that. I don't know. I would ship that because, you know, I, th I was... Again, in my research, I've never done such a deep dive into yeah. Kanye in my whole freaking life. I know. It's a lot, guys. This could t We could spend the whole episode we talking might. about we this. We might. Yeah. Um, I actually gained a little bit of respect for Kim Kardashian, I, which previously I had zero respect for. Yeah, Maybe like fair. 5% because I was like, okay, yeah, like you have been like, yeah, that's one she thing. She puts in the effing work, she guys. She freaking does the work. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but like she's been the, the number one female for years yeah. like since i was in university yeah. which is you know a little while ago like she last has, year yeah just graduated yeah um she has been famous for so long so she's obviously doing something right in terms like do i think that selling your soul to the devil to become famous is the way to go no, no. but she's doing something right in the in the scheme she sustained herself she's marketing herself well yeah. so that's you know I guess respectable as a skill. She's yeah. done well business wise. She takes really nice selfies. She takes. Uh, she like, basically invented like pursing your lips and like yeah. look like whatever. She's she's iconic, whether you like her or not. Yeah. Like even David Menzies was like, it's it like Kim Kardashian. She broke the internet, and I was like, <laughs> David, that was ten years ago. But yes. <laughs> she like, did. She, she yeah. didn't break the internet, but look, we all know Kim Kardashian. Like to pretend that she's not iconic is a little bit of cognitive dissonance, I think. Yeah, and what we've talked about before, she has massive influence, so she's yeah. important. It's important to talk about people who can literally tell you who to vote for, mm. and a crowd of people will vote for them. Like yeah. we need to have a critical eye on these people. Um, but I think one more thing that maybe we should address is just the fact that I think Kanye West is a very good dad. Yes, it seems. Eh. Yeah, again, like I mentioned of his bipolar disorder, maybe he doesn't always go about communicating things in the best way sure. and like posting them on Instagram instead of talking to his family or lawyer. Yeah. Like he mentioned about North, he's like, my this is my first divorce. How do I 
get north off of TikTok, yeah. basically. Um, that's a conversation you should have with your child, the mother yeah. of your child, and your lawyer. And that's assuming Kim is open to actually communicating with him, because we don't yeah, know true, either. True. Like, we just don't know. Well, then talk to your lawyer about it. Yeah, I agree. And talk to your child about it. I However, agree. I totally agree with you. I think that based on the posts that he makes and the comments that he makes, whether he should make them publicly or not, it's very clear to me that he loves his kids. Yeah. Like, and, and he wants and, to protect them. And that he loves Kim. Yeah, like, I hope he, he loves still her. loves her. Oh, based yeah. on what I've read, even up until 2021, he was saying, yeah. like, he wants a, he wants a reunion with her. Definitely. People thought it would be uncool to be married. Then I got married, and people are like, oh, that looks cool. No one ever thought it'd be uncool to marry Kim Kardashian. Everybody <laughs> thought it would be cool to marry Kim Kardashian. Well, not Chris Humphries. <laughs> it's more than cool. It's more than cool as hell or something. It's heavenly. It's, it's great. It's magnificent. And God is using me as a human being you know, I, I, you know, as humbly as I could put it, he's using me to show off. Such a blasphemous <laughs> statement to think that as a man, you could perfect anything. God is the only thing that's perfect. So the only thing that can be perfect is God's plan. I get to work for God and he about to show out. Kanye West works for God. Can you <laughs> lend me a million dollars? <laughs> Uh, another example of how he is a stand-up dad, I think, is the fact that he did buy a house close by mm -hmm. so that he could be a part of his kids' lives because yeah. he knows that fathers are important. They're yeah. important figures. And him and North, I think, seem to have a really special bond as well. And so I think it's I think it's sweet that he's that is sweet. protective yeah. of his children. And he, despite his relationship with Kim, I think they both want to make it work for their kids. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really... Nice, but I just think Pete needs to get the hell yeah, out. Yeah, I think they would. I think they were doing a good job at that until Pete Davidson yeah. got involved. And he stirred the pot with his weird text messages. And, yeah, and the and branding. Like, don't like they're going through a messiness right now, yeah. and the children are involved. And Kanye is obviously mentally unstable. Like, why get her name branded on you and and show it? Like, yeah. just wear a shirt for a couple months until yeah. things have settled down a little bit. I agree. Also, um, just looking at the timeline here. Can't, Kanye West has basically loved Kim Kardashian for like 20 years. Yeah. That's that's pretty crazy. That's commitment. That's You don't fall out of love with someone that you've loved for 20 years no. in six months or a year. No. And they're like, he should move on. It's like, he's in love with his wife's story. Yeah. But then also, you know, Kanye, stop dating people. Yeah, no, you're not. He, he's not a beacon of morality. No, himself. but I do agree with you. I think like he's he's clearly committed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, he should know. get her name branded on him. Maybe that would that might do it. Maybe that might help. Maybe he should dye his hair blonde and tell bad jokes and that'll work too. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Um, here's a quote from one of his IG posts recently. He says, divorce feels like full-blown COVID. Divorce feels like your doctor don't know S-H-I-T, he wrote on the post. <laughs> That's kind of like funny yeah. COVID-wise too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like almost like the doctor doesn't know what he just injected into you. Yeah, that is funny. Yeah, and it's not a little, that's terrifying. So I, I feel bad for him because he's yeah. in a dark place. He is, and I think we should pray for him. I wish that these people could handle this in a less public setting, but I guess this is what Kim Kardashian does to sustain her career on top, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we should pray for them. I think divorce is sad. Um, and it's even more sad in this situation because it is on the public stage. And uh. Yeah. Matt Walsh had a really funny tweet about this. It's true. Um, yeah, let's pray for them, everyone. Um, Pete yeah. Davidson, I know you're no longer going to space, but I wish you'd just get on that rocket and stay there. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll pray for you too, because you gotta. Yeah, everyone needs a prayer. Yeah, pray yeah. for your enemies. You're not. I'm, I'm ho hoping that this cools down and that maybe 
in time they can reconcile their mm -hmm. family and that would be a really nice ending to this tale yeah and most importantly i think it's just w the children as long as they are out of not harmed by this i think that's the one number one thing to hope for in situations like this. yeah obviously we know that i think the divorce rate's even gone up past 50 percent now oh. let's just say it's 50 percent. like that means like you have half Ugh. the chance of messing it up and having children of divorced parents i myself am a child of divorce i'm all right she's great i just got yeah. over it yeah <laughs> she's it's not 16 it's though. not ideal yeah i know it took 16 years to get yeah. over it so it's not ideal but you can still make overcome. it you can overcome these things but it's yeah. sad I, it, it yeah. messed me up for sure yeah yeah. And I mean, and imagine the pressure of being in the public eye yes. as well. I just, yeah. yeah. So pray for, pray for the kids. The kids. Pray yeah. for Kim. Yeah. Yay. Kim Yay. And I will not call him Yay. No, me either. It's no, stupid. I'm going to be a name phobe about it. I am, I am too. Okay. Um, so another heavy topic. Yeah. This one. Okay. Do we want to preface it by what, why we're talking about surrogacy? Yeah, is, I, I think topical, that's a good idea. This I, is a topical issue. I think before we do that, though, like we just this is a very controversial topic. We are not experts. We mm -hmm. do not claim to be experts. We're still learning about this, and we do want to talk about this topic with compassion and love. Like our heart is in the right place here, um, but it my is my heart's a little bit to the left of where it should be. Right. It's she. We'll get that checked close, out later. Close to the right. Yeah, it's close <laughs> to the right. Um, but yeah, we we will. We just think that it's important to talk about this topic because it, it sur the surrogacy industry is a billion dollar corporate uh, cor industry. industry yeah i, I like, did not know that me either. i did not know that until i started doing re research yesterday yesterday so again this is all very very new to me and um, there, there are great resources uh to that we'll link in the description yeah. of the episode even because yeah. i think it's important for you guys to do your own research but um this conversation kind of sprung because of dave rubin's announcement that him and his husband david are Whoa, dave and david yeah oh are going to be having two sets of babies in the summer so so that means two separate surrogates and it was it was received mixed mixed reviews mixed reviews on that on the internet well it's very interesting because dave rubin came from the left and because of how mm -hmm. crazy the left has become he's been pushed over to he calls himself a centrist but yeah. by all like most of his fans today are center right yeah so now that he's made this announcement about his two babies from two different surrogates the right is wildly divided on the topic yes um, and that's kind of interesting because he might lose some fans there might be yeah well i think that where the divide is though it's it's like the the christian conservatives and then the secular conservatives and i think why we can't really i mean i'm a christian conservative and i think we can't really hold dave rubin to the same level of expectation as we would for other Christian conservatives, because he's just a conservative, well, like to he, our, as we hold to ourselves, right? I feel exactly. Like people forget that, like yeah, definitely. But I mean, iron sharpens iron. We are called to speak the truth in love, and um, but I just think like we we can't really be mad at him because he's not a Christian. Yeah. Um, so whether you agree True. with him or not, that's a really good point. You know. So, how do you feel about it? <sighs> yeah. So, I don't think that conservatives, Christians especially, should be applauding this because I think that a child has a right to a mother and a father. Um, it's, it's, I mean, we talk so much in society about the importance of like, 
father is in the household and how fatherlessness has been such a detriment to society. But well, what about two fathers though? So they'll yeah, be but, double as. But what about successful? motherlessness? Yeah, J.K. J.K. Like you know, I know it's it's true. And <laughs> by the way, this is this is nothing to do with them as parents. I'm sure they're going to be wonderful parents. They seem like beautiful people. I really like Dave Rubin, by the way. Yeah. Um, but I do think that that child has a right to a, a mother. And now, I mean, we'll get more into like what happens when you have a surrogate. Um, and you know how that might impact a baby and even the biological mother or the the body that it's yeah. in the surrogate I guess um, yeah. <laughs> surrogate. but yeah uh, I just think there's a reason you know God created man and woman to reproduce um, and there's a reason that children are supposed to be born to moms and dads it's the bedrock the nuclear family is a bedrock for a successful society so I do I do see the outrage there from Christians um, Christian conservatives you know but again, like he's not a Christian, so we can't hold him to that same yeah. standard. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. My only um, experience with surrogacy is from friends when yeah. Phoebe was have, carrying her brother's triplets. Kind of <laughs> gross if you think about yeah. it. Well, yeah, well, she she had fun with that. She's like, oh, I'm carrying my brother's children. Yeah, um, it's gross. So <laughs> I always thought that surrogacy, and this is going to show my ignorance on this, I literally thought, I knew that there were like, companies that could set you up but i really thought like most surrogates were like oh my sister here is going to carry my child Which is to the term. case sometimes okay so that it's not like, that's how modified. i exactly yeah. so that's how i was like so what his because i did read that dave rubin has a sister yeah and they were like it might be a sister it might be someone else so it's like that's kind of cute to me yeah. and i'm like if your sister wants to do that for you she can still be in the kid's life like she yeah. can still like sniff the baby's head and all that yeah. weird stuff um but having done research on this i yeah. didn't realize that surrogacy is like a billion dollar industry like yeah. you mentioned um and also interesting little tidbit of information is that most um babies that are surrogated surrogated i don't know, I don't know born from a surrogate mother yeah. are f imported from the ukraine interesting and right now there oh. are bombs and stuff going off in the ukraine so a lot of these surrogates have been put in bomb shelters oh so Which people can't go collect their babies. Yes, and the babies are now stuck in a war-torn country with Great. these like young mothers who are like in bomb shelters giving birth in like terrible conditions. So, Great. you know, obviously there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. Um, not every baby is born in a bomb shelter, but it seemed like the more research I did, the more I noticed that they were talking about the baby like a commodity. Like yeah. how many b rubber duckies have we produced this year? Well, how many babies have we produced? It's like babies are not rubber ducks. They're human beings. Yeah, they're not iPhones. You don't just yeah. produce them and then ship them out to other countries yeah. for like rich white Americans who can't have their own. Like that's We're pretty, Chinese billionaires. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty messed up when you think about a child being a commodity like that. Well, child is an unconsenting subject yeah. in this that's experiment. Another, that's another good point. They're, they're, well, they don't consent to this. Why so. don't we talk about the... Um, that ethics, uh, Birmingham's, University of Birmingham's article on the ethics of surrogacy. So they pointed out three main points yes. and they kind of lead us through, we kind of touched on them already, but yep. let's, so number one is surrogates, like how are these people being com compensated? So surrogacy is a 24 hour, seven day a week job for 10 months, are the women being properly compensated? And B, is it moral to compensate someone for delivering a baby? These, this is question, moral question the first. Yeah. Then we have, how can we protect the autonomy of a woman's body if the customer has a say in the pregnancy decisions? This is big. Yeah, I didn't big even one. think about that. Yeah. yeah, so just kind of, let's maybe let's start with the first yeah. point here and just talk about that. So the commodity aspect. So 
that's one of the things, the argument you always hear is, oh, this person is consenting to this. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the times when you're consenting to this, um, you don't, maybe this person's under a lot of pressure to make a lot of money. Yeah. They're not really given informed consent. These are very high risk pregnancies that can result in literal death of the mother and the child. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these people who are surrogates have kids of their own. So this person is risking their own life so that you can have a baby, mm -hmm. like th just so you can rent their womb, so to speak. I think there's a lot of ethical issues there. We could talk about that alone for probably two hours. Yeah, and, and you mentioned when we were chatting before about like you know vaccination because there's a right. big debate around uh, pregnant women getting vaccinated or not and say I'm the surrogate yeah. and I'm choosing not to be vaccinated and the and the customer is yeah. like oh no you must be vaccinated yeah you absolutely must and it's like okay I no longer have a say in what happens to you my body autonomy over I have no body. so as you know as a uh well, it goes along with everything else I feel about morals. Like, I believe a woman should have the right to say what happens to her body in terms of vaccination. I, I am personally pro-choice when it comes to abortion, but I've said this before, like, my choice is life. Right. And I encourage others to do the same. But I do think at the end of the day, the woman should have that autonomy. So when you take, and we can, you know, debate that at length for sure. I know some people at Rebel have different opinions on that, and that that's cool. Like yeah. we have to, we have to be able to talk about these things. Definitely, yeah. And I'm, um, um, but I believe she should have autonomy, and so right. And in many cases, um, because when you are a surrogate, for, they inject. I don't really. I'm not going to talk about the science about it. Or yeah, anything, we don't. But, mm. but you, you inject eggs and sperm yeah, together. There's like in hormonal the things that make you this more is fertile. What happens. Yeah, 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 it's like this. Science. But, but a lot of times, this results in twins or triplets. And what if the the person who's buying your renting your womb, let's call that, uh, doesn't want multiple children? They just want one. Well, they can be like abort to keep one, and you have no say. You're contractually That's obliged to up. abort your baby. Which can also be very high risk. That's very high risk. Like you're yeah. going under the knife while you're pregnant and they're going to rip out two babies and oh kill them. Oh my God. Like that is so unethical. And no one wants to talk about that. Um, I just I just think that's egregious. That's, a, that's hugely. Not to mention the fact that mothers basically have no rights. Like mm -hmm. they, like these, yeah. these biological beings have no rights at all. Like they, it's just, it's sad. Like women are more than our uteruses. We're more than our ability to reproduce. And I just think it's, it's kind of erasing women, this whole thing, because we're just these, like, yeah. bodies that well, you use. I've heard rumors about the idea of synthetic wombs. Oh. So it's kind of step A, where it's like you don't really need to be fertile. You don't need to be a man and a woman. We don't need any of that. Right. What you need is a viable egg, and yeah. you need sperm. Maybe we can create – we can make – so they're talking about creating uh, – synthetic wombs which would take away the surrogacy issue and maybe maybe for a lot of the points that we're talking about here body autonomy and whatever more ethical, maybe it's perhaps, more ethical perhaps yeah but then you're like okay well what if they can make synthetic eggs yeah what if they can make synthetic sperm and which eggs? i think that is a thing that is a thing so basically women are rendered so useless. we don't we're not going to be swimmers because yeah. we can't be as fast so we're not going to be mothers either no nope, we can, we're just nothing we're pointless that sounds great so feminist has really helped us yeah ladies. thanks thanks Thank feminism you. Yeah, yeah that's been so, great um, yeah it's interesting and i do think it's okay maybe we should also talk a little bit about the fact that like like the word family mm -hmm. and the way that's been defined because so many people are like oh when are you going to start a family to a couple and it's like no you are a family you're married you're a unit and if you can't reproduce and you're having fertility issues by the way like i sympathize with you that's yeah, sad. it doesn't mean you're not a family just because you can't reproduce exactly um and i just think also it's important for couples to realize that you it's not a your right to have children it's it's a privilege mm -hmm. and there are other ways of going about starting a family so to speak and i do think that that should be considered before you decide to rent another woman's uterus and put her at risk well, and the baby is the more ethical choice like adoption 
I do think so, yeah, because yeah. that's a reaction. Yeah. Like, it's a reactive thing that is beneficial to society. Mm -hmm. Beneficial to the kid. And the child, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, you made a really good point, and maybe we'll get to that. Um, but it's kind of like there's an analogy between, like, puppy mills. Yeah, and Jennifer Lal, she, I will give her credit. She yeah. is, like, a big expert on all this stuff, so you guys should check her out. But, yeah, that's the example, where it came from. Well, yeah. I, I, my example was, like, um, we stopped making puppy mills legal yeah. in Canada many, many years ago. Yeah. Um, but it's sort of like surrogacy. This big industry of surrogacy is sort of like a baby mill. Yeah. And then you said, um, what was their point? Yeah. So when or when her a point. <laughs> when a dog has puppies, okay, the puppies need to stay with the mummy for like eight to twelve weeks before ripping them away from their mother. And if you've ever had a puppy, you know that you you, you yeah. get to see it when it's born, and then you're like, okay, I have to come back in eight. Because it weeks. needs to be nursed. Yes. It needs to hang out it's with its too mom. Small. Yeah, it's too little. Um, so cute. Now I'm thinking <laughs> about puppies. But but with surrogacy, this woman gives birth, and then it's immediately ripped out of her hands. And it's like, bye. And then it's just put in, like, in these situations where it's like a business. Yeah. It's put in a room with all these other babies just, like, chilling. Chilling. And they don't have access to the mother. And, like, we know that skin-on-skin -skin contact, specifically from the mother, is extremely psychological. And psychologically beneficial to yeah. the baby. A thousand percent. Yeah. Um, they can literally die. Babies can die if they're not touched and oh. hugged. It's it sounds like it's faux science, but no. it's not. No, and I believe you. I, I believe you. It's been that it's been like this has been what you do with babies for since the beginning of time. Yeah. You hand the baby to the mom. Yeah. And not to mention too, when this baby goes home with complete strangers, it no longer hears its mom's voice. The smell the heartbeat of the mom. Too. The heartbeat. It's, it heard its heartbeat for eight, nine, ten months yeah. inside the womb, and then all of a sudden, nothing. And what are the long-term effects of growing like that? What are the long-term effects of that? We don't know. I, I because I don't think don't anyone know. wants to research it because this business is so lucrative. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and because you'll get yelled at if you even question it. Because yeah. it's like homophobic or something. Or, yeah. or anti-woman. Like if, if it turns out that I can't have kids, am I going to be immediately offended by this conversation? Right. I hope not. Like I, I hope... If I ever, unfortunately, get to that stage, like, I hope that I can still talk about these things with an open mind and an open yeah. heart. Well, that's a great point, though. Like, if a lot of people, too, they go to the doctor and then because they're trying to have kids and they're healthy, they're young, they're allegedly fertile. And the doctor immediately points to, like, IVF or, like, surrogacy. And it's like, well, maybe you should try to get to the root of the problem here because so many women, I mean, like we've talked about on the show a million times, your period, your mm -hmm. fertility, it's so sensitive. You could, mm -hmm. it could be like raining outside yeah. and I'm like, I'm late. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know, like anything can impact your fertility. So it's really important that we, first of all, don't just trust one expert opinion, go to multiple doctors mm -hmm. and get a true Before you start injecting yourself with hormones. Yeah, and exactly. And wasting money that you don't need to be spending because mm -hmm. it's like, it's expensive. It's for the wealthy. This is a this is a very That's privileged another thing. thing. It's a very privileged thing. Yeah, yeah. So the people that you're insulting by having these conversations are like rich white gay people. Yeah. So yeah, Small and portion. Kim Kardashian, yeah. I guess. Uh, yeah, exactly. So. And Kim Kardashian. Um, there's the third point from the Birmingham yes. article: uh, le legal loopholes in global markets. So there are countries, obviously, where they have like more lax laws in right. terms of like what tr human treatment and human rights. So yeah. by ex by exporting children or importing children from these countries, yeah. you could be putting a woman and a baby in really unsafe conditions. And we know, like, probably the Ukraine probably has much laxer laws than we yeah. would here in the same like under the same contractual obligation. That's a good point. So. So you can be hurting a baby and the mother just by trying to save a buck or 
get a baby faster than if you were to do it in Canada. Right. Or California. I think there's a huge industry in California as well, yeah. which makes sense because all these celebrities mm -hmm. for some reason. Why are we so infertile though? That's the, like, we we don't have any notes on that. I'm just, I know that, you, you know, whenever Soy. you, yeah, seriously, like it's like plastics and Chemical. like everything we do makes us infertile. I didn't I like, so. it's like, oh, the hairspray I'm using. Like, yeah, that, that makes you infertile. Like yeah. this pen is plastic. I put mean, it in my mouth. That makes remember me infertile. Olaplex, there's that article Olaplex, Olaplex, yeah. which is like a very expensive hair treatment product and that can render you infertile. I think just there's so many things, your perfume, yeah. I even think yeah. like. Yeah, it's that, terrifying. So. Yeah. And that's why I think we advocate for clean beauty so often yes. too and stuff because you're literally putting these things on and in your body. Mm -hmm. And your skin is an organ and yeah. it's the largest organ in your whole body. So when you're pasting on chemical makeup, which I totally did just before coming out here. Oh, wow. You look great. Thank you. Worth it? We'll <laughs> yes. find out. <laughs> just kidding. But when you're scraping your face with uh, chemicals and then three years, five years down the line, you're like, oh, I'm infertile. Better go buy a, a baby from Ukraine. It's like... <sighs> like maybe this is a huge societal issue that we should be looking at holistically instead of just trying to find ways to make women into baby producing robots. Yeah, and you know, we got to think about the children here even more importantly, you know, like won't somebody think won't of the somebody think of the children? Exactly. No, but it, seriously, mm -hmm. we no, seriously. <laughs> we got to think about the children. Yeah, we, we do. <laughs> um, and also, one of the things you brought to my attention today was um, that there's a lot of human trafficking actually associated mm. with this industry. That's something else I forgot about. Yeah. They're we intertwined. And in, I was reading articles, and I'll find it and I'll link it. But um, yes, there's a huge crossover yeah. between people who have gone missing who is, are suspected of human being human trafficking victims and people who are suspected of being like surrogacy, like forced surrogacy victims. That is insane. And I, oh, I feel that, like that's not have, talked about enough. I have a quote. It's yes. highly upsetting. Well, that's okay. Great. We love being upset on this show. So, oh, wait, maybe that's not it. Okay, yes. So this is from the Heritage Foundation, which is one of the sources. Um, this is a quote. The surrogacy trafficking trade used the same network that used that was used for domestic work and sex trade from poor regions of India into urban areas. These unmarried girls were impregnated with embryos without their consent. Others were confined in homes, and when girls tried to run away, they were caught, brought back, and beaten. Like, I have, like, goosebumps right now. Like That's, that's disgusting. That's, like, so disgusting and messed yeah. up. And obviously, like, am I trying to imply that Dave Rubin's baby is, like, one of these? Perhaps not, but does he know for sure? Yeah. Even if they say it's like, oh, it's with this this L.A. you know well, firm. They have you know um, partners all over the world. Binders like, of you, women. Yeah, they yeah. have binders of women. Binders like of women. you don't really know what the CD background stuff is going on. And I think really that's terrifying. why it's important that we're having this chat exactly. because it's we should be looking into this. We can't just accept something as good because Kim Kardashian and other celebrities say it's mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. Like and that you'll be yelled at if you question it yeah, whatsoever. Exactly. Um so I do think it's important and you know maybe Dave Rubin just didn't know. He doesn't know about this. That's fine, I guess. And maybe it's his sister. Like, yeah. maybe at the end of the day, or it can't be really because he has two sisters. But yeah. yeah, it's probably not. But maybe he, like, let's just give him the benefit of the doubt for yeah. this thought experiment. Like, maybe he knows two women who are like, I would be happy to do this for you. Yeah. I've had five children on my own. I'm done. Like, I'm a great birth giver. Like, I would love yeah. to help you out here. And he was like, oh, no. And he's like, please let me do this. And he's like, okay. Like, yeah, I think maybe. there are certain situations where maybe it would be okay. But again, they are high-risk pregnancies, so that should be considered. I think like but all surrogacies yeah are? every oh, single pregnancy that. is a high risk considered high risk oh yeah so it's like so that puts the baby and the mother in danger both yeah mm. so you don't even have to be in the Ukraine or in India to be no. in danger yeah 
That's um, really upsetting. It is upsetting. Um, Maybe synthetic limbs are the way to go. <laughs> or we can just stop using like black plastics. Yeah. Yeah. Like every time you order food on DoorDash or so Uber Eats, it comes in that black plastic, which is non-recyclable and is nice. full of like cancerous fertility killing right. chemicals and we're like mm, pad thai like yeah. maybe let's stop that yeah i did notice that swish la recently changed theirs from those black pl plastic to paper cardboard so oh, i'm that's really good thank you swish la i'll order a quarter chicken dinner right after i think this. that's great yeah or half and chicken. i think we should move on oh that was I'm, a lot i'm still fired up but yeah let's move on because um we got a lot we have more so to much talk to talk about, about. and um yeah, and by the way, just to, just to finish, we are not experts on this topic, but I just would challenge you to look into it and do some research because it's out there. Mm -hmm. And uh, we love you. Bye. Yeah. Stay fertile, guys. And now for an, an ad, ad read. <laughs> <laughs> Bitcoin 2022 is the largest Bitcoin event in the world that takes place on April 6th to 9th in Miami Beach, Florida. All four days will be jam-packed with exclusive content, exciting announcements, and an incredible lineup of Bitcoin speakers, artists, and leaders. Day one is industry day for enterprising Bitcoiners who are looking to build a business or career within the ecosystem. Days two and three are general conference days featuring speakers like El Salvador President Nayib Bukele, who has promised a big surprise, as well as CEOs like Michael Saylor, Elizabeth Stark, Jack Maulers, Adam Back, and hundreds more. The conference caps off on the fourth day with the world's first and largest Bitcoin music festival, Sound Money Fest. Last year's conference sold out and this year's is on pace to be three times larger. So make sure you grab your tickets before it's too late. Visit b.tc slash conference to learn more. Pay in Bitcoin to save and use promo code rebelnews for 10% off. Okay. So maybe we should talk about some fashion. Fashion. I thought we were going to talk about the trends. We will, but okay. we're going to do a little Let's segue. do the fashion first. Let's do a segue, a fashion this segue. This is relevant. This will be a nice, healthy segue. Um, <laughs> the meaty segue. So Vogue-approved author reveals why all straight women are suddenly dressing like lesbians. It's because they want to feel comfortable and powerful. Hmm. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean you're a lesbian. Yeah. And, like, let's scroll down and look at some of the pictures here because... Yeah. It's like these women are they dressed like cute. Ellen. Yeah, yeah, they look super cute. You can still tell It's just tell oversized their... blazers. Yeah, like it, they look amazing. Yeah. Like they look like women. Yeah, that's just they look that's like just a blazer. It's sexy. It's yeah. it's it's flattering. Mm -hmm. Like let's not let's just let women dress comfy and like feel Yeah, cute. like oversized blazers, that's super cute. It's cute. Also it reminds me of the 80s power suit, which yeah. was like a huge thing with like the blown out hair and like yeah. the, I'd love uh I don't have the money for it, but if I did, I would be wearing matching blazer and pants every day so with like cute. a little bralette underneath. Yeah. Oh it's my god, so cute with the right so shoes. Cute. Like it's oh. and so I just think this Vogue editor is an idiot. They're just looking for stuff to talk about. Yes. Um, speaking of someone who is, I don't even know how to segue this. The Ukrainian transgender man oh, who conveniently so. <laughs> identified as a woman to escape. Russia's invasion. Yeah. So, okay. I had to, I got confused. So it was a naturally born woman who transitioned to be a man. Yes. Um, she had not had top surgery. No. So. Or bottom. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when Russia was invading Ukraine, she tried to escape the. Um, Being. Um, what's, what's it called? called? <laughs> we don't know because we're women. The draft. The draft. <laughs> 
We're like, what's that it's thing? Just, sorry, it's drafty in here. Yeah. Um. So she tried to escape, and she did. She successfully dodged the draft by reverting back to a female identity using her old ID card, which was a female ID card, and yeah. escaping with her mother. She put on nail polish. She wore her mother's top, which was girly, and she tried to speak in a more girly voice. Yeah, she whispered. Yeah. So, so basically, oh. you can change your gender when it's convenient for you, but if I misgender you, I can go to prison. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a good point. Like, what the hell? I'm pretty sure that um, Bill Burr had a really funny joke about this, where it's like, why do men get paid more than women? It's like, because when the boat starts sinking, who gets to get off on the lifeboats? Like, women! And I will take that. Yes, and so I'm I'm based on this example, I'm assuming that this individual here would also be getting on those lifeboats in that certain... No, I'm a man. I've always been a man. I'll go down with the ship. No, hand me my AK-47. I'm going to defend my country. No. Yeah. Biology must matter. Hey. Um. Also interesting to note, uh, everyone is trans. Everyone. Everyone's trans. Oh. Washington Post floats bizarre defense of biologically male swimmer. <laughs> um. So can, do you mind if I just read this? Quote? Please do. I think you're really gonna be edified <laughs> by this quote. So the author is Sally Jenkins. Mm. I hate to tell you, but in a way, everyone is trans. Mm-hmm. As writer T. Cooper observed, all of us in life's competitive arena are on the way to becoming someone profoundly different than we were. And keeping score is just a way to track the arc of a person from youth to prime to past it. What? If you subtract the aim of becomingness from competition just because you're afraid of Leah Thomas and make it strictly about the chance to win a prize, then you might as well go to an amusement park and shoot a squirt gun at a clown face because it will have about as much meaning. Well, first of all, that's a really fun activity yeah. and you can win some cool prizes. You want to win. You want to shoot you, the clown. But you want to win. Yeah, you want to win. Um, There's a lot there. Um, what the heck is the act of becomingness? What did she say? That's that's what you, it's you becoming, you're becoming. Okay. What, I don't know. So technically a transgender person is not transgender because they're becoming, they're becoming something just like anyone, regardless of their gender gender identity, we're all constantly evolving and in flux. So that's her argument. So if I'm like, okay, well now I'm trans, it's like, well, you're trans, trans because you could change and and I'm trans, the trans, trans. So basically, you're if you're trans, you're not trans. Yeah, and what she's saying, and she's just saying we're all evolving. So everyone's trans. It's like, okay, so then trans people are not they're trans they're trans we're not no one's what trans. if they evolve Everyone's into trans? being their original gender later on like that's okay but then also we had to give men women's gold medals in the yeah. meantime during and the transition they called us bleeders in the meantime it's so confusing she also claims that the science regarding whether biological males have a physical advantage over women remains unsettled <laughs> <laughs> she said bone density doesn't matter oh my gosh you know i don't there's few things i hate well, more than this the saying the science is settled we've heard yeah. that a lot through the pandemic the science is literally never the science is settled. never settled let's not say the science is settled yeah. on bone density however it's really looking like it matters like we have different hip angles yeah. so that women can give birth our bones are are lungs. larger long lung size lung capacity which is really important for swimming yeah. one might say muscle Good density point. Uh, the size of the brain is also different. Women have smaller, more compact brains, meaning that our synapses fire faster and we are able to come to conclusions faster. And, like, you notice that. Do you ever yeah. notice that where, like, your husband will be doing something? You're like, I already thought of that, like, yeah. six seconds oh, ago. Yeah. Like, 
We're basically like psychics. Yeah, we, we but men have larger brains. Yeah. And so, yes, me, sometimes they can be slower, but they're also like capable of other things that yeah. women are not. Like these are just facts. And they're beautiful biological differences mm -hmm. that should be celebrated. But no. So, yeah. Um, should we blitz? Yeah, let's blitz. Blitz, please. Let's, let's please. Let's have some fun, you know? Yeah, let's we've had a lot of heavy topics, and thank you for staying with us. Yeah. We're going to have some fun now. Yes, it's going to be... I mean, who knows? It could be devastating. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Um, All right, first blitz. You want to start? Yes. yes. Let's do it. Pull up our first article, would you please? Mother, 34, is left red-faced after drunkenly ordering an UberX to Ukraine to help out. Thankfully, the $4,700, sorry, 100-pound payment bounced because of the insufficient funds in her account. So was was Uber literally willing to drive from the UK to the Ukraine? Uh, yeah, like, I, I'm so confused. Like, what was what was her point there? She was going to send from the UK an Uber to the Ukraine? Like She was going to drive herself. You can't even drive. I guess there's a ferry. There is ocean, though. Yeah, there's ocean. There's ocean. It would be a really long drive. Yeah, and they were Uber was willing to do it? Like, <laughs> like that's what i don't understand yeah the app isn't like no this is a million miles yeah like you're going through like nine countries and you're to crossing get there. an ocean but, <laughs> but we'll do it for the money i guess this well tough times financially yeah um worked out young fitness pro shares what life is like married to a porn star and sex coach who sleeps with different women every week and how she manages her jealousy mm. um she says that she feels very comfortable with his line of work so long as he's getting regular STI checks and is wearing a condom where possible. Oh, not always. It should be always. Yeah, girl. This is a disaster waiting I, to happen. I feel like that guy convinced her that this is a really good idea for her. And she's like, yeah, it makes sense. He wears a condom when possible. Yeah, no. Girl. This is a disaster waiting to happen. I don't usually happen. suggest people get divorced. I, I, my note was Jesus come back. <laughs> so... <laughs> That is help what, us help. Okay, moving on. Next is influencer twenty two who was left scarred and temporarily blind after tattooing freckles on her face shocks followers by going under the needle again to have her lips inked with permanent makeup. Girl, learn from your mistakes. Oh my god! Uh, first of all, getting freckles tattooed is so so insulting to gingers. Yeah, <laughs> come on. It's it's silly. You it's don't need silly. that. You can just draw them on. It takes like two seconds if you really want. If you really, really like want. Like when freckles aren't in vogue, you're going to be putting makeup on to cover them. Yeah. Wait, freckles? They were for a bit. Always they be were. They, I remember people were doing like makeup tutorials of like how to splatter your face with like fake freckles. And it's like cute. So as soon as you sweat, <laughs> you're going to look gonna great. You're going to look like you're going to have you're gonna, tears. Yeah, it's going to look cute. Let's just let people have freckles who have freckles yeah. is my point. And also you're 22. Stop getting. Oh my gosh. Stop getting like procedures done okay your face is like fine it's probably better than fine it's probably perfect and you're ruining yourself okay, okay so this is the best one dog frantically tries to eat magazine pics of food in hilarious video can we if you scroll down can we play the video play it's the hilarious video. it's so it, cute it kind of makes me sad because i want him to eat i know he's so, he's so hungry he deserves the food yeah <laughs> oh it looks pretty real it looks so real oh, oh my god what is that a dumpling he's cute Oh, he's cute. Oh, he's so cute. He's so frantic. He's like, Somebody feed that it? little boy. I know. He, he's clearly hungry. That, that was like some high def food, though. So I, I don't blame him. I probably would have tried to take a bite as well. Yeah, I, I, I think so, too. I, it made me hungry. So <laughs> next one. What do we have? Sorry, my papers. No, you're good. <clears throat> Is it this one? All my, yep. Yeah. Okay. So next blitz. All my relationships have ended horribly. Should I change my ways? Yes. Mm hmm. 
that's i think that's it i think yep, we, nailed we nailed that um why everyone you know suddenly has main character syndrome like ex- what else would you have yeah are you you're the main character in your life like isn't life a movie are you not the main character in your own life yeah like i'm starring in the movie of my life yeah and- i i genuinely don't believe anyone else has a brain or a mind like i'm a solipsist so I believe I'm the only sentient mind in the universe. She's also autosexual. Yeah, autosexual. Um, but, you know, unless you're like a narcissist, it's okay to think, hey, this is my life and I'm living it. Mm-hmm. You know, there you should be the main character. Yeah. You it, don't want to be a narcissist about no. it. No. But healthy balance. Yeah. As with any. Get a grip, people. All right. AOC's links of fossil fuel extraction to the murder of indigenous women. Why it doesn't work. Well, this is Daily Wire, so I'm sure that uh, Ben Shapiro or whoever wrote that really nailed it yeah so it is important to note that there are a lot of these environmental protesters have been extremely extremely violent in their protests Mm. so who's the violent one aoc Mm -hmm. is it these fossil fuel companies or is it the uh progressive people who are protesting them well there was um some vandalism done on a construction site it was actually during the truckers convoy protest when um, yes when the emergency act emergencies act was um invoked Mm -hmm. to protect people from the mean old truckers but at the same time in british columbia a group of i I believe it was aboriginal protesters went with with uh sledgehammers and they smashed up a bunch of uh construction equipment Mm -hmm. now they weren't violent towards humans but can you even imagine if they if truckers had sledgehammers and smashed a mailbox of any kind or anything like anything was smashed it would have been game over there would have been peppers well (laughs) There already there, was. There was. Peaceful protesters. Imagine mm. if they had actually made any mistakes. Yeah. No, so, it's a great point. I don't know what AOC's on about, but she's probably wrong. Yeah, she's typically wrong. Mm-hmm. You look cute, though. Cute. Um, I moved into my work cubicle to get free rent, but got busted and fired. Well, you know, maybe you shouldn't have advertised it on TikTok. <laughs> you Is know? that what happened? Yes. <laughs> he posted two videos on TikTok. It's like, you gotta, well, if you're going to do it, like, mm, you got to be a you little be more sly. sly. That's the thing. I love these people who post themselves, like, breaking the law, and then it's like, then they were caught because they posted it on tiktok and yeah. video t- like don't videotape your crimes yeah it's, I, it makes that, it harder to solve them it's like rule number one <laughs> of being a criminal also these companies pay you so little that they actually like don't leave you with any other option yeah that's a good point so but if there's a shower there like but you know you could try to get a new job a new job you ask could for ask for a raise. raise ask for a raise you know start there and then do, do some a part-time work no, on fiverr kidding. yeah that's a great okay idea. next one this <laughs> this is why wearing a mask makes you hotter new study Mm. I'm going to ask you a question right now. We'll do our own study. Mm-hmm. Do masks make people hotter? Well, I was thinking about this. Maybe people think this because it's covering up your ugly face. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I can yeah, think of. Yeah, yeah. It's like anonymity. Yeah. You're like, oh, maybe he's hot. He takes it off. And, and you're, you're like, like, it's Pete Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's got a jangle tooth. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I'm going to just say, according to our study of two. No, they don't. Mm. So that's a new study for you. They do not. And the science is settled. The science is settled. (laughs) (laughs) Grammys 2022 host Trevor Noah says award shows can be political, but should they? Like, should they, Trevor? And also never trust anyone who has two first names. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's he's actually becoming, like, more based, which is funny because he's just saying things that, like, centrist slash conservatives have been saying for years. years. And people are now like, oh, yeah, he makes some good points. And it's like almost like we were all called nazis for saying that five years ago but trevor noah is now saying it also no they should not be political people are watching for entertainment not me because no. i you know i was gonna say have a life she does that's, that's a bit of a stretch but i have better things to do like 
play with my dog's ears. They're very That's silky. True. So They're, it's a cute I'd literally rather singer. watch my dog's ears flop in the wind than yeah. watch the Grammys. Plus, we can just look at pictures of their dresses later. Yeah, we and we will. Yeah, and, and we, we will show them on this show. Okay, last but not least, Pete Davidson, Davidson drops out of Jess Bezos. Okay, again. Pete Davidson drops out of Jeff Bezos' Blue Origin space flight. Okay. Well, Pete... He doesn't want to leave that big old warm bosom of Kim Kardashian. I think so, too. I think maybe he's scared she'll have moved on when he returns. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, are you still in orbit? Because yeah. I had dinner rezos. I guess I'll go with Kanye. Kim, Kanye bought me, like, a really expensive coat, so I had to go back with him. Yeah. I'd say yes to that. And, like, maybe he thinks that um, Kanye has so much, like, power that he can just be, like, send it out of orbit. Like, his, his shuttle's going to go, like, phew. Maybe he's friends with Elon, and Maybe. Elon's like at home. Yeah. He's like his he people think he's like, playing video games, but he's like controlling yeah. the spacecraft. Yeah. And it's like bye, yeah. Pete, bye. <laughs> oh, that means there's an opening at SNL though if he gets lost in space. We are available. We're a, a duo. We yes. will not work w alone. No, but I will secretly work alone. I will send her on Jeff's <laughs> flight. I will destroy her career. You're contractually <laughs> obliged to me. No. Um, all right, folks. That was the show. Thank you so much for listening. This show is available to Rebel News Plus subscribers every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And you can also listen on all your favorite streaming platforms. I listen on Spotify. You can do whatever you want. And you can always, always watch the previous week's episode for free. Don't even worry about it. The whole episode with video and everything <laughs> for free. Um, on our website, right? Yeah. Okay. There on you go. Mondays. On Mondays. So yes. Monday at 7, 5. Doesn't matter the time. Monday at 5 or 7. Whenever they post <laughs> it. Whenever <laughs> the web team posts it, you can watch last week's episode for free. Yes. Last week we discussed. What did we discuss last week? Oh, man. So much good stuff. So you much know what? You stuff. tell me. <laughs> yeah, tell us. And tell us your thoughts. We'd love to hear from you. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we'll see you guys next week. There's a fluff there. That's why I tossed it out of the way. It looked like Pete Davidson. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we'll see you guys next week. Love you. Bye. Oh, wait. Follow us on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and Twitter. So uh, we'll. And TikTok. And TikTok. It's down They're there. They're going to go here. It's right there. there. Okay, okay. We love you. Okay, bye. Bye.